Knock, knock. Knock, knock. Is the door unlocked? Well, I guess we'll go on in here and start service then. Listen, I don't know what you're doing or what time it is, where you're at, but great day in the morning to you. To all the saints, sinners, winners, losers, contenders, pretenders, lovers, haters, friends, enemies, and frenemies. To the utmost, Jesus saves, but you still have got to base regardless of how you feel about it or how it's going this is the day that the lord has made so let us do what rejoice and throw shade in it coming to you live from a storefront church where the pastor has a speech impediment can you hear it this is your main man your favorite rev your spiritual gangster because i cannot be a wankster yes it is i brody bowtie my mama named me ken and my daddy gave me grace welcome to not suitable for church and this episode is called i've got the wrong bells ringing i got the wrong bells ringing let me tell you all what's going on with me all right so as you all know i uh i preach or whatever and uh i had to preach a couple of sundays ago had i was not feeling well uh this saturday night and uh had these sharp pains in my legs and like they shot up to my head and like I felt these two sharp pains in my head and then I went to sleep so I got up Sunday morning I went through my 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 pregame routine before I get ready to preach or whatever which means that I really didn't say anything much and so I got up I got ready to preach and I was like oh snap dude you are slurring your words and so like i had like i guess what you would say like a mild panic attack so to speak because i replayed the events from last night the night before in my head and i was like dude i think you might have had a mild stroke or whatever like because i felt like i was exhibiting all the symptoms and so one thing you guys need to know is that preachers kind of talk to themselves while they're actually preaching to you or whatever but anyway um, so I'm standing up there preaching. I'm like, dude, how are you supposed to do this? And thank you had a stroke. So anyway, I was able to get through it. It was a struggle. Um, went to the doctor and I found out that I actually have, and let me see if I can get the word out. I found out that I actually, uh, have bells palsy. So I've got the wrong bells ringing. So what that means for me is that um, basically right now the left side of my face pretty much doesn't work. Um, I think I'm supposed to call it facial paralysis. Um, it's gotten better within the past week or so, um, but we're still struggling with these lips here. Um, so I have to kind of take my time. Um, but it's gotten a lot better. Uh, so that's why i'm going to sound like this some some of these words are going to come out real retarded um but we're going to enjoy it. i'm sure you've heard other you've heard people people excuse me speak much worse and one thing i always say is one monkey don't skin no cat think about that later all right let's move on to stewart's fellowship hall so we are in Stewart's fellowship hall now my plan here um because what i got going on is i don't plan on talking too too much but i did want to just talk very very briefly about my atlanta falcons real quick 
Did you know that the Atlanta Falcons are 5-2 and two since their bye week? Um, they're 5-2 right now. They sit at 6-9. and nine. They're playing the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers um, this Sunday. And uh, it looks like if they win, <laughs> they'll have a shot at finishing second in the division. Go figure. Um, and what that means is that Carolina and Tampa Bay you all are trash and Atlanta y'all play too much like don't do this junk next year I almost cussed but don't do this junk next year where you come out and you go like one in seven you know you could have contended for like the NFC East division with Dallas and Philadelphia like what's really going on there did y'all see that game between Dallas and Philadelphia I don't know what the Cowboys were thinking but or if they were thinking, I think they really thought that Philadelphia was just going to give them um, that game. But Philly said, no, no, no. And they're going to they're going to be right there contending for that uh, that good old divisional crown. And like I said, I'm not going to I don't want to stay here too much because there's some other stuff that I just want to really spend time talking um, about. But the Falcons like it's like I don't even I kind of don't even want them to win next week just because like. Who told you to go five and two after your bye week? Like, did you think the season started after game seven or something like that? Like, after they set game seven or eight or whatever? Like, what were you doing? What were you doing? And then they beat the Eagles. Go figure. They beat the Eagles. Uh, that was their first win. They beat the Eagles. Like, but anyway, um, the Lakers. The Lakers. I do want to talk about the Lakers real, real quick. You know, they're getting, like, kind of into the meat of their schedule or whatever and people are trying to expose them and this then the third um but keep your eyes on the lakers i also want you to keep your eyes on the phoenix suns they're playing a nice little piece of basketball over there every now and then and then also 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 the dallas mavericks just any chance you get to tune in to the dallas mavericks just check them out um the atlanta hawks they got John Collins back off of his 25 game suspension um, we're going to see how that goes if there's an improvement in their wins but those cats have got to play um, they got to play some defense bowl games are running bowl games are running so every weekend really honestly like every day you can turn your TV on ESPN or whatever and probably find a football game going on but definitely on these weekends you ain't got nothing to do watch your football game some college football and um tune in to you some good old college basketball i'm telling you i'm telling you it's topsy-turvy over there no one can stay in the number one spot i think kansas was number one and they just lost so yeah tune in to college basketball and if you get a chance to catch you some high school basketball definitely check that out got to see how them parents are wilding out in the stands i in the meantime we had to transition from stewart's fellowship hall over yonder's way to the choir room i got a couple of things i want to talk about over there and then we're going to be on our merry way because my bells are starting to ring all right
All right, y'all, we have transitioned from Stewart's Fellowship Hall into the choir room. My bells are still ringing, but we're going on in the name of Jesus. Girl, bye is what Faith Evans said. So there's like three things I've been listening to. Uh, one, three albums, excuse me, that I've been listening to. I've been listening to the Free Nationals. Who are the Free Nationals? You hear that? Free Nationals. What are you talking about, dude? Who are... The Free Nationals. Free Nationals, the, the best way I can describe them is you know how it's Maze featuring Frankie Beverly? Well, this is Maze featuring. This is probably like the closest my generation is going to get, current generation anyway, is going to get to Maze featuring. Now, Anderson Peck, who's like one of my favorite musicians and artists, um, does a lot of work with them. He's used them on some of his albums. Um, in the past, and he had a, one of the lead singles on their album um, that's, of course, called Free Nationals or whatever. And um, but yeah, it's a great album. It's um, it sounds amazeballs. It's just good music, people, and you need good music as you get ready to transition not into just a new year, but a new decade. It's just good music. I, I don't even know like how to describe it. Like there's some people on there that you probably don't know that are singing or whatever. Some of them I just got acquainted with or whatever. But it's a really solid album. Okay. Um the other album I've been listening to is can I say this word? I had trouble so like okay, pause. So here's the thing about this this palsy crap that I got going on. Um I have trouble with like let's see, S's words that start with the letter f i have to work really hard like i have to say extra stuff to get to the word that i want to say that i know i'm struggling to say if i just flat out say it so words that start with the letter f um depending on you heard that depending on where the letter p hits i struggle with that um but what really aggravates me is me trying to use words that have the letter B in them because I don't even know what I'm saying. It sounds like I'm saying E. So that's the thing. This is aggravating. So what I'm trying to tell you, praise God, from whom all blessings flow, is that uh, I've been listening to Kay Trinata's album called Bubba. 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 This is going to be so funny when I play it back, I hope. But yeah, listen, let me tell you about Kay Trinata's album. And I hope I'm saying his name correctly. Um... I love this album so much like one of my favorite things about life is when i find an album that i can write to like whenever i put in solange's when i get home or a seat at the table like i can write to that album when i whenever i put on frank ocean's uh blonde album like i can write to that album and like and by write, i mean like i can write anything i can write a sermon to like while listening to Solange when I put on James uh Hall's last album with worship and praise or whatever like I can write to that album when I listen to Donald Lawrence anything really Donald Lawrence does uh I can write to that album and this album Bubba gives me that same vibe like when I listen to it I just want to pull out a pen and a pad or open up my laptop and just write for my life you put this thing in like even if you don't like to write let's just say you need to clean your house up okay 
turn this album on you can get so much done okay so much done um you know he really never lets us down he always comes through with the come through and i don't know if bubba is like some childhood nickname of his or whatever but we thank god for bubba and katronada and if katronada is bubba then bub Trinata it is okay but yeah i've been listening to free nationals i've been listening to bubba now what i've also been listening to is this project called norman drive it's by a good good friend of mine his name is dominique although i actually never call him dominique and i don't know if i should call him what i call him because you know he's that's not what he's going by but um which is a name it's not like a nickname or anything like that but yeah um dominique is a friend of mine we went to school together um down to the fort valley state university in the fort valley georgia on 1005 state university drive hbcu stand up in this mug you hear me and uh, but anyway dominique was on american idol he should have won i'm still mad about it you know like when, once you know somebody that's on like american idol or the voice or something you just automatically feel like they should win because you know them or whatever but like all jokes aside honest tea true tea he should have won like period point and blank he should have won but anyway he has a project out i'm so proud of him i'm happy for him um it's got five tracks on there it's called norman drive now because i know dominique or whatever and i tell him he's from two states or whatever so i actually asked him like bruh what is where is norman drive or whatever because you know i'd be googling stuff and um i'm sitting here talking fast like like my lip don't look like two-faced from batman but anyway so for him because there's a norman drive in college park and there's also a norman drive in birmingham alabama so he said because i asked him that it's norman drive in college park so i guess i have to take his word for him for it either way i don't know what who norman is or what he was driving but the project is amazing i'm gonna go ahead and tell him what my favorite song is if he's listening uh my favorite song on here is alive it's a nice mid-tempo ballad but what i really like about it is how like the beat drops out during the verse like the bass drops out during the verse and so like there's this anticipation that's taking place the whole time like while you waiting for the hook it kind of reminds me of um and i hope you won't get mad at me for this but it gives me like tank vibes so to speak tank never really gets credit for like his up tempo and mid tempo stuff but that dude be doing some great mid mid tempo and up tempo stuff with his uh with his songs or whatever but yeah if you get a chance support the homie he has a project out called norman drive and his name is dominique but that ain't what i call it all right um and just look him up on youtube uh look him up on twitter um he's all over the place he's like low-key high-key famous okay and he does a good piece of singing let me not leave that out he does a good piece of singing okay i feel like my mouth is just falling apart let's get out of here all right so we're about to leave the choir room and it's time to head over yonder's way to the sick and shut in list and yes your boy is on it all right
All right, time for the sick and the shut-in list. My bells are still ringing. I just replayed myself saying the word bass in my head, and it is funny to me, and I'm sure it's going to sound weird when you all listen to this. Um, anyway, so before I dive into the sick and shut-in list, let me just say that like I had this episode like planned out like maybe like a week ago. And then my mouth stopped working and I was like, what in the entire muck am I supposed to do? So I'm looking at my sick list right now, which I actually write this list down, my sick and shut in list. And um, I'm like, OK, this is still solid. I can I can work with this. All right. So number one on the sick and shut in list is people, parents, whoever, who don't dress their kids for the weather now old folk call these kind of parents they call them new mothers these new parents and at some point we need to have a conversation about these new grandparents because y'all are doing too much but anyway on the sick and shut-in list are people who don't dress their kids for the weather listen saints sinners friends enemies smart people and dum-dums if you got on a jacket your child needs to have on a jacket Okay, if you got on pants, your child needs to have on pants. Okay, if you're cold, then guess what? This is not hard. If you're cold, then guess what? Your child is probably cold too. If it's raining outside, okay, and the wind is blowing down, put that baby on a hood. If your child has a cold, they got snot running all over the place. They sneezing over everything. Put that baby on a big jacket and a hood. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Because, you know, we li- I live in Georgia. And so the weather fluctuates down here. Like, it was just raining. I think today is supposed to be like 70 degrees or something. Or whatever. Don't be out here, like, just going with the flow. Listening to your local white weatherman tell you that, hey, it's going to be sunny out there. You put that baby, that toddler... In a long sleeve shirt and some pants. I don't care if they sweat to their little heart's content. Listen, when it's, I don't care if you just run it in the store for like two seconds. You put that baby coat on, you put that baby your hood on, and you keep that child covered and protected. Ain't nobody got time to be running to the ER talking about some dadgum colic and, and ear infections and all kind of other stupid stuff that could have been prevented had you just not been a lazy, sorry parent. Like, cut it out. And even if you are wearing shorts and a t-shirt to run into the store, if it's 45 degrees outside, you put that baby on the right clothes. Like, I'm sick of you new parents doing that crap. And some of you old parents be doing it too because you just, Lord have mercy, I done got mad. I just hate to see kids, like, not being properly taken care of when I know there's an opportunity for you to do so. Like, I know it. So don't don't do that. All right. Um, number two on the sick and shut in list. I want to talk to the 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 beehive really quick. Lord, these B words. Let me tell y'all something. I'm I'm Beyonce did a uh, I think it was an, an interview with uh, L magazine, and sis has made us very aware that she is seeing and she is watching everything that we are saying and doing 
she told you you want a formation DVD, you better imagine it in your mind. Okay, she's reading your comments, she's seeing your shade, she's seeing your reads, she's sipping your tea, and still serving us lemonade on the side. You think the beehive is watching, but bee is watching the beehive. So if you are a part of the beehive, be on notice that B is watching. She's seeing you. All right. While we're talking about Beyonce, I want to sidebar and talk about Michelle Williams real quick. I want y'all to leave Michelle Williams alone. This ain't on. This ain't like one of my main points, but I I want y'all to leave her alone. She was on the um, the Mass Singer. Did a great job, and she talked about um, she talked about how like. Um, you know, basically, she knows she wasn't. She knows that she's not everybody's favorite member. She talked about this on the reel. She's not everybody's favorite member of Destiny's Child. Well, let me tell you something. When Beyonce and Kelly need a note, when they get ready to start a song, I'll sing a cappella or something like that. They look to Michelle. Okay, you may not like Michelle Williams or whatever. You may think she doesn't fit into the group, but the Destiny Child that you know and love would be nothing without michelle williams do you understand what i'm saying michelle williams right now she can go and make an r&b album okay she can go she can do she can do a play she's killing it overseas and she can go right now if she wanted to and make a gospel album and go number one like don't do that girl like that like she can she sings better than your mama she does that she sings better than a lot of these artists out here and she has a very 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 good ear and you people that hate on michelle williams i just assume that one you're sad individuals and that you also don't really know music like you claim to but anyway got off track with that um number three on the sick and shut in list a lot of my time is going to be spent here and then i got some a couple a story i want to tell you guys um Number three on the sick and shut-in list, and this is just from my own personal experience. I had to think about how I was going to say that word. Number three, though, old folk who are intimidated or resentful of young folk. Let me say that one more time on the sick and shut-in list. Old folk who are intimidated or resentful of young folk. This has been a... Um, I don't even know how to describe it. It's been a routine experience for me. Like I've had this happen to me like multiple times and I'm just sick of it. Like one of the joys of getting older is being able to look at the generation coming up and see yourself in an individual um, that's growing up or becoming something and like you know, take them under your wing and mentor them. Now, I'm not, everybody's not a mentor. Let's just be very clear. Some people are influential. Some people, you look at them from a distance and you say, you know what? I think I like where they're moving and I follow that. Excuse me. And then some people are mentors or whatever. My experience has been, I've had a couple of mentors, but I've had my share of old people like just flat out hating on me. And I'm just going to be honest with you. I'm sick of it. I'm tired of it, and I'm probably about to start coming for your throats. Um, it is sad that 
you are 70 years old and like you're doing everything in your power to try to tear down somebody half your age, somebody that's young enough to be your child, somebody that probably looks up to you, but would have looked up to you if you weren't looking down at them. Like, what are you intimidated by? You have lived your life. You've done everything you could possibly do. I, I, I guess. I don't know. Like, did you not know that you had to get old? Like, these should be the best days of your life. And then you're resentful. Like, you're resentful because young people are out here living and having these experiences in the times that they're living in. It's not their, it's not our fault. And even to, to kids that are younger than me, like, growing up in this time period, like, I'm not resentful of that. You know what I'm saying? I had my time being 17, 18. I've had my time being 25. Or whatever like it was it was good for what it was like let people have their time and don't be out here being a hater like i just i just who are you who are you to be old and hateful like cut it out all right number four which brings me to my next point um because usually this is where it starts at number four on the sick list is these didn't nobody help me people let me tell you people something no one cares if no one didn't help you when you were coming up all right and that shouldn't be your excuse to not help someone else who is coming up along the way like did nobody help me did you ask for help um was your attitude as such where someone felt like you could be helped or that you would even pay attention Usually what I've seen people who say like, did nobody help me? You probably was talking too much. You probably had a stank attitude. You probably were rude. And at the core of it, you probably didn't really want anybody to help you because you think you know everything. You sitting over there with your degrees. Come on, Monique and Precious or whatever. Judging me. You know everything. That's why did nobody help you. And if you weren't smart enough to ask for help when you needed it, then don't expect any help. That's just stupid. Did nobody help me? I had this old guy tell me that a couple of days ago. Did nobody help me when I was coming? I did everything on my own. You was a lie. You a whole lie. Somebody covered for you. Somebody prayed for your stupid behind. And somebody made sure that you were able to keep moving along until you got your ish together. Do you understand what I'm saying? Dusty, whatever. This Bell's palsy has given me an attitude, and so I'm gonna need the Lord to deliver me from this very, very quickly. Okay, number five on the sick and shut in list is these dadgum Republicans <sighs> and that man that you all elected. Okay, I'm glad that he's impeached, I know that he probably isn't gonna be removed from office. But this has just gotten to be ridiculous with this now. It's just, it's too much. And I feel like the Dream Girls, when they looked at Effie and said, Effie, we're tired. Okay. This is ridiculous with what you all have going on, which brings me to number six. White people, you did this to us. You dumped this Donald Trump stuff on us. We told you all during the 2016 election this is not the guy that we need this is something's not right here 
you didn't listen. And your thought process was, well, we gave you our Obama. You didn't give us nothing. We went out, we did what you do. We went out, we voted for the candidate that we wanted, and he won. And he had a solid term, okay? I'm not saying it was perfect, because there were things that could have been better, but that's a discussion for another day. And um, that's that. But we told you all. And so you told us January 1, whatever, the, whenever the inauguration, inauguration was, you said, we'll just give him a chance. No, we don't need to give him a chance. We knew what it was. But we said, okay, okay, we'll give him a chance. And look at us now. We're in a mess. We're all in a mess. Even you dum-dums who voted for him, you're in a mess right now. Because you said, give him a chance. Give him a chance to do what? Be stupid, to lie to us, to <laughs> to embarrass us, to lie to you. Poor farmers. I remember down here in Georgia, these these farmers were out here with their signs, farmers for Trump. And now your farm is closed. But give them a chance. White people, white people, white people. There's an election coming up in 2020. Please. For the love of God, if you love this country like you claim to, do the right thing. Don't do the white thing. Do the right thing. You did the white thing in 2016, okay? And you see what that has gotten us. Doing white things leads this country in the wrong direction, okay? I'm going to say that one more time. Doing white things leads this country in the wrong direction. White people, can you please stop doing white people stuff? And can you please do something with Meghan McCain? Because I am tired of looking at her. I'm tired of seeing her. I'm tired of hearing her speak. Like, I honestly would rather listen to myself talk with Bell's palsy on day one than listen to her try to make anything sound sensible. Okay? Please stop. White people, can you please stop doing white people stuff? We are begging you. Don't do this stuff with this election now. Now, y'all got rid of Kamala. You know, she ran out of money or whatever. You, so you you got a white feel minus Andrew Yang or whatever. Is Castro white? Like, can somebody tell me is Julian Castro white? What is like, what is his ethnicity? What is he? Because anyway, <laughs> sidebar. But um, but yeah, white people, please do the right thing. Even with this in the Senate, please. Do the white thing. And you evangelicals, I'm going to talk about you guys at some point because you are embarrassed. You're, an embarrassed. You're not suitable for church. You evangelicals out here who are calling Donald Trump a savior and stuff. And you know what you are? You're white. And we're tired of it. But anyway, number seven on the sick list. Number seven, because I feel like my mouth is just. My mouth feels like death becomes her right now. But anyway, number seven. You people who are complaining about Jennifer Hudson playing Aretha Franklin. Let me tell you something about Jennifer Hudson and Aretha Franklin. Okay. Number one, Aretha Franklin is one of the greatest singers to ever live. We all know this. And we also know that Jennifer Hudson, a lot of you like to call her Screamer for Hudson. Um, I got a friend who likes to call her Holland Helen or whatever. Let me tell you something about choices. 
Okay. This is who Aretha Franklin chose. Jennifer Hudson getting to play Aretha Franklin in her biopic isn't even about Jennifer Hudson. It's about what Aretha said. Aretha scoped the universe and she said, I want Jennifer Hudson to play me in my biopic when I die. And that gonna, that's what's going to happen. And you're going to respect that woman's choices because she knows, evidently knows something. She saw something in Jennifer in herself and said, this girl can play me. This girl can this girl can do me. And no, Jennifer is not going to sound like Aretha and she should not. But you will respect Aretha Franklin's choices. How you not? How you not go? How you just gonna tell? Who are you again to be telling this woman what she should do? Who should play her? Who you want to play her? Cynthia Erivo? Let me stop with my mess. But anyway, this is the sick list. If you found yourself anywhere on this sick and shedding list, I encourage you to find the nearest altar or prayer closet and go in it and pray. Because right now you're not suitable for church. And you daggone sure can't stay here. I got a story I want to tell y'all. But give me a second. Alright, so this isn't like a new segment. But I may do this from time to time. Um, we may do this little thing called a day in the life of Bowtie. Me being Bowtie. Uh, so... I was at my part-time, and we're going to close out on this. I was at my part-time, and because uh, I don't work there all the time, I don't. And uh, a human being walked up to me, he walked up to me on the counter, and I was like, you know, what's up, man? And they looked, they kind of shook their heads like, yo, I don't do that man stuff or whatever. I was like, okay, cool. I was confused. I was confused. I was like, okay. And uh, so what can I do for you, bro? And like, yo, I don't do that. I said, sir, excuse me. And it was like, I don't do that sir stuff. Like, I don't, I don't do that sir stuff. And I was like, okay, um, okay, cool. And it's like, nah, I don't do that. I don't do that sir stuff. Matter of fact, they pointed. You know how you do when you're trying to get your point across. They pointed. Matter of fact, I'm gonna show you that I don't do that sir stuff. All right. So they left my counter. They walked to the back. And I'm looking at what's going on here. I have time to look. And so I'm looking at what's going on. And they got to the back and they had a choice to go left or right. Praise God. There's a sermon there for somebody on today. I hate when church people say on today and on tonight. We're not on the day or we're not on the night. We are living in the day. All right. This is the day that the Lord has made. But anyway, they had a choice to go left or right. And they chose. Well, they didn't choose. They went where they were supposed to go. They went to the right. Okay, and, and you may be asking yourself, well, what is the significance of them going to the right as opposed to the left? Well, to your left is the men's restroom, and to your right, right, praise God, is the women's restroom. And so now you're saying, well, we're preacher, uh... What's the big deal about this story that you're attempting to tell us? Well, the person that was standing in front of me had a, um, let me see if I can describe it to you. It was somewhere, the hair was somewhere between processed and a jerry curl. They had on 
a sweatshirt and they had on some jeans and they had on some sneakers okay and so the person I thought I was looking at I thought I was and I let me just preface this by saying that I'm not trying to be offensive in any kind of way so don't don't come for me don't come for my throat because I'm gonna slit yours all right so I'm letting you know now so the person that I thought I was looking at I thought I was looking at a man because even the teeth like the teeth were kind of you know they were jutted out and and spaced or whatever and so in the words like Miss Swan used to say on Mad TV he looked like a man okay I thought I was looking at a man she looked like a man okay and so sis is over here telling me like hey I don't do that sir stuff it didn't it wasn't registering for me it wasn't clicking because you know I went by what I saw and this just goes to show you things you cannot go come on Tony also known as B Slade you cannot go by what you see okay all right and so they went to the women's restroom they came back and they said see I don't do that search stuff I don't pay too much money to be talking about some search stuff and I simply looked at them and I said I see you and they said thank you and while there's a part of this story that is funny because and I can't really make it as funny as I want to because you can't you all can't see who I saw um but what I saw was presenting itself it appeared to be excuse me I don't want to say it was presenting itself but it appeared to be a man but it was actually someone who was in transition okay and they said they were paying too much they paid too much money or whatever for me to be calling them sir and so I took the candy and the nini approach and I said I see you and when I told them and I'm gonna say I didn't ask for their pronouns because it just was I just didn't ask but I'm gonna say they and them because that feels like the correct thing for me to do or whatever and um, so when I asked them when I, you know when I said to them I see you it's like I can't even describe it it was just like something came over them and it was like I made their day okay now this story started out funny or whatever but in the end, like because I was respectful of what that person was going through and what they were trying to become or whatever, they felt seen. And so what I want to say to you is that, um, number one, respect what people are going through. Um, don't judge a book by its cover. Um, just because you see something doesn't mean that that something is what it is take time to see what's going on take time to figure out who you're talking to take time to figure out what you're dealing with and who you're dealing with or whatever try to really see people try to see what they're going through try to see things from their perspective stop trying to always see what you want to see then you end up like one of them old folk who's intimidated or resentful of somebody young because they out here living the life that you wanted to live or whatever. 
But yeah, I just thought that was really interesting. I never had anything like that happen to me. I usually get that right. And um, I was really kind of disappointed in myself because I was, I just didn't, it wasn't clicking. It wasn't clicking for me. And that means that I wasn't paying attention, which means that I wasn't seeing them. Okay. And um, so I just want to encourage you as I had to encourage myself to like, hey, I see you. And don't we all want to be seen? Like, I don't know if you ever felt misunderstood before, but if you have, you know what it's like when someone says, you know what? I see what you're saying or I see where you're coming from and I respect that or whatever. And so now I made myself a new friend. Now I may not see them again, but at least they know that there's somebody out there, somebody out there who saw them and who sees them. So see people. All right. See people. And if you can't see them, say something to them so that you can see. Them, OK. At this time, we're going to be dismissed. This has been not suitable for church. Well, I've just got the wrong bells ringing. I just really appreciate y'all for tolerating me, um, talking to y'all like this or whatever. I just had to go on. Like when you're trying to start something new or whatever, you're trying to do something. Stuff happens, stuff gets in the way and you just have to keep going. Like, and I was determined this week to like, I got to get this done. Um, I got to get this done. And I really was... I'm supposed to be done talking. But like what I learned when I was preaching with Bell's palsy is that like there's really nothing I can't do. Like if I decide that I want to do something and I just have a little bit like because all I had was a little bit of mouth. <laughs> That's going to sound so dirty later on. But I didn't have much like I didn't have the full use of my lips to preach with. And I was able to stand there and get that done with the Lord. So I'm so thankful. Like, like for real. And so I was really, even though I was upset, I've been upset the last couple of days with this because let me tell you something. This J. Cole cricket smile stuff, like it's not fun. Mouth feels weird. My uh left eye, like I have to like make it close or whatever. But I was just so thankful and I was really strengthened and encouraged by the whole experience. And I was like, well if I can preach a message, like if I can do the Lord's work, then surely I can get this podcast done or whatever. And so I was determined to get this done because um, I want to see it through. If you're struggling with something right now, like just keep pushing. Um, just keep pushing. Keep going. Even if you only got like a little bit of strength, like you take what you got and give it everything that you have and you go forth with it. Um as always, you can reach me on Twitter at Brody Bowtie. I'm on Instagram at Brody Bowtie. Check out my blog. I need to write something on it. BrodyBowtie.wordpress.com. And um, yeah, we're going to keep pushing with this. This is not suitable for church. We're going to keep going. Um, and hopefully this Bell's Palsy stuff will get better. And I'm going to do some things so that I can look normal. Or my version of normal again, because I was never really cute. Let's be clear. But um, to start with, but yeah. So we're gonna work on that. In the meantime, stretch out your hands. Let's do the benediction. Praise God now unto Him who is able to keep you from stumbling into other folks' business, so that you can stay on purpose. Who can present you as flawless before anyone foolishly focused enough to make you their enemy or frenemy? Haha. <laughs> to Him who is able to make the beat knock and your melanin pop. 
to him who is able to make your cup run over and your account abound to the one who sustains black girl magic and black boy joy in white spaces places and faces who that was tough to the god who made us in his image so there's no way you could possibly be ugly even with bell's palsy okay may your life be filled with his glory honor majesty dominion and power both now and uh, forever amen i'm brother bow this is not suitable for church and we out <laughs>